glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, religion will tell you that Jesus healed the sick because he's the Son of God. He cast out demons because he was God. He did all of these things because he was God. But that's not what the Scripture says. See, Jesus said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me. He came here with a physical flesh, blood, and bone body. He had authority to destroy the work of the devil for 30 years, but he did not have the anointing to do it. The reason that he didn't heal the sick before he was 30 years old was because he couldn't. He had not yet been anointed. The anointing came with the Holy Ghost. When he was baptized in the River Jordan, he had walked 30 years perfect and upright under the Old Covenant. Therefore, he had fulfilled it to the letter, and it was legal for God to anoint him with devil-casting out, demon-casting out, devil-destroying power. And thank God he did. See, we're talking about authority, faith, and the anointing. The fact that Jesus said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me. He did not say the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because I'm the Son of God. He did not say the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because I'm God manifest in the flesh. He said the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He hath anointed me. Now certainly He was the Son of God. Certainly He was God manifest in the flesh. But the reason that the Spirit of God was upon Him and that He could heal the sick was because God anointed Him with the Holy Ghost and healing power. Now, see, most people never understood that. They've always thought it came by inheritance. Because that he was the Son of God, he just came here and started doing all these things. But he didn't. He operated on the same level that you and I are capable of operating in on this planet Earth. With the exception of the fact that he had no sin in him. He walked perfect and upright under that old covenant. And it made it legal for God to anoint him to destroy the works of the devil. Therefore, he could do it as a man and not as God. Can you see that? Somebody said, boy, that sure leaves me out because I can't walk perfect and upright under the old covenant. In fact, it's hard to walk perfect and upright under the new covenant, somebody said. But no, you see, because of 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. It makes it possible for us all to walk perfect and upright under the new covenant as though sin had never been. And then Jesus can anoint you. Thank God for the anointing. Now, as you notice, Jesus began to do great and mighty miracles after the Holy Ghost came upon him. He did great miracles. Right there, you're in Luke, go to the fifth chapter. Verse 17, it came to pass that a certain day that he was teaching, that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, which had come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Notice, specifically, it says, the power of the Lord was present to heal them. That's the reason the power of the Lord was there, was present to heal them. But them didn't get healed. Only him got healed, the one man that they brought in on a stretcher. And behold, men brought in a bed a man which was taken with palsy, and they sought means to bring him in and lay him before him. And when they could not find by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went upon the housetop and let him down through the tiling 
with his couch into the midst before Jesus. And when he saw their faith, he said unto him, Man, thy sins be forgiven thee. And boy, I mean, that stirred up the scribes and the Pharisees. Oh, who do you think you are to forgive sins? Then Jesus goes on to say, verse 23, Whether it is easier to say, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Rise up and walk, but you may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins. He said unto the sick of palsy, I say unto thee, Rise, take up thy couch, and go into thy house. And immediately he rose up before them, and took up that whereon he lay, and departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they were amazed, and they glorified God, and were filled with fear, saying, We have seen strange things today. Well, there's still people seeing strange things. Now notice the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Who's them? The whole multitude. But did you notice that only one man got healed in this whole multitude? The power of the Lord didn't heal them. It only healed him. And Jesus said to the man, I want to point something out here that may help some of you. He said, man, thy sins are forgiven thee. Now see, here's an old boy that probably knew about healing and what Jesus was doing. But he had sin in his life, and his heart condemned him, and his faith wouldn't work. If you're walking in known sin and haven't repented of it, then your faith is crippled. Jesus removed the condemnation from him. And when he did, the old boy gathered up his bed and went home. Thank God for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Now, Come into the 6th chapter. Mark chapter 6, verse 1. And he went out from thence and came into his own country, and his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence has this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph and Judah and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. Now notice, Jesus is in his own hometown here. And he's done great and mighty miracles. But now he's come into his own hometown, and they saw him as a carpenter. Now they could have got their barn repaired. They could have got their house repaired, maybe. But they couldn't get healed. Because they didn't believe that he was anointed. They wouldn't believe in the anointing. They had no faith in the anointing that was in Jesus because he was a hometown boy. Now, it's strange that people think that if you're anointed of God, you walk strange or you look strange or you're some kind of strange cat, you know. (laughs) No. See, Jesus worked right among them. He was a carpenter, and they got offended because, you see, they said, why? He's not like our uh, other religious leaders. He couldn't be anointed. But now listen to what he says. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among his own kin and in his own house. And he could there do no mighty work, save he laid his hands on a few sick folk and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief, and he went around about the village teaching. Now, notice that when faith was low, Jesus ministered by the laying on of hands. And I think there's something significant here. There is something about the laying on of hands. You see, they recognized that he had done mighty works by his hands. They wasn't talking about his carpenter work. They recognized that when he laid his hands on people, something happened. 
And they said, how can he do these mighty works? We know who he is. Why, he can't be anointed of God. But he's doing something with his hands. You know, Jesus told them several times, he said, the kingdom of God is at hand. <laughs> I mean, the kingdom hadn't even come, but brother, when he laid his hands on them, it did. <laughs> Came before its time, and they got healed and delivered and set free. Well, all that was never supposed to happen until after the kingdom of God had come on the day of Pentecost. But Jesus ushered it in before its time through faith. Boy, I tell you, you can do some things through faith. You can't do it any other way. You take old Enoch. He walked with God and was not for God took him. Here's a man that before his time, I mean, he, he's just walking along there with God, got so filled with the faith of God, he looked down through the tunnel of time and he said, glory to God, there's going to be a resurrection one of these days. There's going to be a catching up of the church. Bless God, he said, I think I'll just take mine now. And he just had his own private rapture. <laughs> Called it into his day, which was not even for his dispensation. He did it through faith. But now here in Jesus' own hometown, they wouldn't believe he was anointed. He said he laid his hands on a few sick folks. The Greek says a few sickly folks. Wasn't much wrong with them. He couldn't do any mighty miracles there. One translation said he tried to, but he couldn't. And boy, that blows some folks' theology. They thought that Jesus just do anything. But no, it took faith in the anointing. They had to believe in his authority and have faith in the anointing. And I tell you, if you're going to operate in the power of God and anointing God, you've got to have faith in the authority that you have as the body of Christ. And you've got to release your faith in the anointing. And then to carry it a step further. If you're going to operate in the Word of God and get God's Word to work for you, you're going to have to have faith in the authority of God's Word and faith in that anointing that's in that Word. How many of you know the Word of God's anointing? That anointing will get inside you if you'll speak it, proclaim it, and declare it. That's why it's so important what we speak and what we say and what we pray is because if it doesn't agree with the Word of God, then we're not having faith in the authority of the Word. God's Word is the final authority. And we must have faith in that authority and faith in the anointing that is in it. The physical body, your physical body gives you authority on this planet. But then there must be an anointing to destroy the works of the devil. You see, Jesus didn't say that the preachers will lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. He said to the believers, the believers shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So the body of Christ, the ordinary Joe church member, believer, born again person, has the right to lay hands on the sick. And that anointing to flow through them. But you see, if you don't recognize that you have authority to do that, your physical body and the fact you're born again gives you the authority to do that. God furnishes the anointing by the Holy Spirit. Can you say amen? amen. God bless you. I appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Our CD offer this week is 7108 Authority, Faith, and the Anointing. A single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling. You need to understand authority. If you don't understand authority, you will never have strong faith. And it's faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. 
But if you don't confess authority, you won't have faith to operate in the authority that God gives us. Read Genesis chapter 1. Let us make man in our image after our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that moveth upon the earth. Psalms 8 says, over all the work of his hands. God gave mankind dominion over this planet. But if you don't exercise that dominion, then it won't be carried out. Then in Luke, the 10th chapter, Listen to what it says in verse 19. Now, this is Jesus speaking. Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now, this is the words of Jesus. But if we don't know we have that authority, if we don't act in faith on that authority, then we won't overcome the world, the flesh, and the devil. But there's three things you must understand. Authority, faith, and the anointing. And we see these in the life of Jesus. He understood he had authority on this planet. He was born with a physical flesh, blood, and bone body. And that's what gives you authority here. Then faith cometh by hearing, the Apostle Paul says, and hearing by the Word of God. The more you confess the Word of God, the more faith you will have. And the Apostle Paul said in Romans 10, the Word is nigh you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. First it's in your mouth, then it gets in your heart. I get excited about it. Like preach the whole thing, but I don't have time. That's CD offer number 7108, Authority, Faith, and the Anointing. That's $8 plus $3 postage and handling. And I want you to know this will give you vital information. Toll-free order line is 1-877-396-9400. 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.